Hello, hello. Welcome to the Seven Strong Podcast. I am your host, Holly Hillier, a retired six-figure corporate engineer, mom to three crazy boys, and CEO of Seven Strong. I went from burnt-out corporate engineer to stay-at-home mom boss, building multiple businesses and life-changing income for my kitchen table. My passion is helping other female entrepreneurs create magnetic marketing and scalable systems so you too can create the time and financial flexibility to live your dream life. Ready? Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome. Today's episode is a little different. We've had the most incredible guest on, but today I am here to deliver a little truth love. That's what my team likes to call it. When I get a little a little spicy, a little amped up. And this happens when normally when I'm in conversations with women and they are doubting their own greatness. It normally happens when I am hearing from clients who have all the reasons they can't do it and all the reasons that they're going to fail once again in this new venture. And it's something I don't do well with because I know, I know that every single one of us, no matter our circumstances can build the business that we want to build and do it in alignment with our family and our current circumstances. So you guys know we have entered summer, we have kids home, we have changes in schedule. And with that, we now have to adapt our schedules to the new way of life for the next three months until we start this all over again in the fall, right? And I also want to point that out, that so often we will say, gosh, well, Summer's here and it's so busy. My kids are out of school and I'm driving them to camps or I don't have any help at home and I have all these kids. And we act like it's just for summer. And then we get to fall. We're like, gosh, it's so busy. All the back to school stuff, it's crazy. And then we're like, okay, it'll be better once everyone's in school. Well, what happens then? Then the holidays come. It's crazy. The holidays are here. We're like, it'll be better after the holidays. What happens after the holidays, right? There's always the next thing. There's always the next reason to be busy. There's always the next reason or excuse to put off building your business. And so I first like, and I call myself out on this all the time. Like anytime I'm like, I'm too busy or I can't do X, Y, Z. It's normally just an excuse. And so I get to say, listen, is this an excuse that I'm using right now? Or is this kind of my reality? And if it is, and if I choose to accept that story that I am telling myself, then I must also choose to accept the consequences of that story. And the consequences of that story would mean things like less business growth. And there will be seasons where that is fine. And if that is your decision, then amazing. But I do not do well with women sitting back and saying, well, it's just a really busy time right now. Like I can't all work on it later and not truly understanding what that means for their business. And also not truly understanding that it is a decision and that there are ways that we can structure our life 
and our business so that they work together. You can grow a business and not work 24-7. You can grow a business and be a present mom in all the seasons, in the summer season, in the back-to-school season, in the holiday season. And so I wanted to go through this email that I got from one of my amazing clients. She's like, she's such a boss. And I think in this email, you may hear a lot of yourself or, you know, maybe something you've told yourself in the past. And I want to break it down and I want to kind of flip the script. And so this is a little bit of mindset and then also the tactical piece of, okay, if this is my mindset, then what do I do? How do I make these current circumstances work for me? So this email I was asking, so I love to ask my clients when they get in our community, have them dig in for like that first week, look at our master classes, look at the recordings, planning calls, all the things. And then at the end of week one, I check in. How are things going? And this was in response to that email. And so we're just going to read a few like little bits and pieces of it. But one of the first things talking about, you know, again, it was the end of school and I had parties to set up for another small business she had. And then she has another business that she runs on social media. So, okay, she has kids, she has a small business and she has a second small business in network marketing that she's running on social media. So she's super busy, right? It's incredible. And so she said, I feel like I'm already so far behind. Last week of school for my kids, parties to set up for my small business. And so this took a backseat along with my network marketing and my social media presence. This is what always ends up happening. So one, when we look at this, that last sentence, this is what always ends up happening. That's a really, really important one. Because this is a story that we tell ourselves along with the first sentence of I'm really far behind. So we're never far behind in life unless we tell ourselves we are, right? I have a million trips to pack for. I have all these things going on right now. And I'm like, I could tell myself like I'm so far behind. Or I could say I control my schedule. I control my time. I have planned my time and my schedule, and I know that I have XYZ set aside to pack in the future. I am not behind because I have planned my priorities. And so if, you know, it was week one of this membership and she didn't dive in, it was once again, a choice because other things took higher priority and that is okay. When it becomes not okay is when you don't actually prioritize the things that matter in your business or your life. So for example, if I'm looking at her last week and she's saying, oh my gosh, kids are out of school. I had a bunch of events for my other small business. Then I have my network marketing business and I started this new membership really focused on helping her grow her network marketing and really social media presence. Okay. That's a lot happening. So when I break down priorities for my clients, the first priority we always put on our calendar is our family. So number one, anything with the kids getting out of school, end of school activities, those go on my calendar first. Next priority, 
Now she's saying, listen, I committed to my clients already, right? And her other small business, she has events to run. So she's already made those commitments and she has to keep them. So that is going to go next on her priority list. Then she gets to say, okay, I have another business. I have a network marketing business, which requires me to be present on social media. And then I have this course, which is helping me to grow or not course membership to grow my social media presence. So right now may not be the time that she's going to dig into this membership, but she wants to make sure that her other business, her network marketing business, which is growing on social, doesn't move backwards. And here's the thing with social media. You have to be consistent. And here's the thing with business. You can't stop. When I watch people be like, I'm going to take a break this summer and then I'll start back up again. And I'm like, okay, what that really means is you're going to start from ground zero. Business is built on momentum. So much of business and social media growth is built upon momentum. So when you say, I'm going to take a break, you don't just get to take a break and start back where you were. You must expect that you're going to have to go almost back to the beginning especially if your business is on social media. If you just stop anywhere, really, if you're running your business through through email marketing, website, anywhere, when you disappear from your potential clients, you are losing trust with them. You are losing credibility with them. And so when I ask myself in these busy seasons, what my priorities are, family, and then she has two businesses, the one business she has to show up for her clients The next, she's trying to grow. And if that's a priority, then we must show up on social media. Now, what does that look like? This doesn't have to look like doing a million lives or I'm getting ready to launch something or freemiums or webinars. This can simply be, I'm going to sit down for an hour the week before, and I'm going to write out and schedule my content. That's it. That's one hour a week. She doesn't have to do anything else in that business. The point is that we understand the critical activities in our business that we must do during these busy seasons. So we can scale back our business, but we must understand to what point we can scale back our business. And so for her, family first, We're going to have, we're going to commit to our clients and our other small business. And then we're going to commit to showing up on social media daily, which literally means just write your post one hour a week and schedule it. And then again, going to that last line, this is what always ends up happening. So I want you to ask yourself, do you ever tell yourself that story? I sign up for a course. I sign up for a mastermind. I sign up for a membership or I start the business or, you know, I, I commit to this, this new project and then life happens. Like this always happens. I always get too busy for my goals. And I want you to truly dive into that. So if this always happens, this is a story that you're telling yourself. This is also should be this red flag to you. Are you prioritizing everyone else above yourself? And then also asking yourself, are those priorities right? So I mean that in this way. Yes, I guess at family first, my kids, their school events, I'm not going to miss them. I'm building this life for them. 
But then when we look at business, right? And we're saying, she's saying, I'm not prioritizing my social media and the second business of mine. And maybe you work full-time. And so yours is your at-home business that you're not prioritizing. So one, would you do that with your like real job, like a career, like the boss that you have to show up for? Would you just not show up to work because your kids are getting out of school? No. You show up for a boss. So why do you not show up for yourself and your dreams and your family like you show up for a boss? So if you're saying this always happens to me, is it truly a priority? And if it is, schedule it just like you would a meeting with your boss. I tell this to my health and fitness clients all the time. They're like, I always commit to working out and then life gets busy. And I'm like, schedule it. Schedule it like a meeting in your life. And then I want you to ask yourself, because so often we will show up for others so much more than we will show up for ourselves. And so if you find yourself in that place, I want you to think about this business you're building. Now, my business brings me immense joy. And I bet for all of you, it brings you so much joy. And so sometimes we feel like this is, well, I have to put everyone else ahead of this business, right? This business can wait, but can it? Because yes, my business brings me joy, but my business also brings me the freedoms to be present with my family, to create memories with my family. Have you ever felt isolated as an online entrepreneur? Like you're on your own little island trying to figure out how to grow a business, manage your household, and be the present mom you want to be? Yeah, me too, which is why I created the Seven Strong Society, a monthly community for online entrepreneurs. Each month, we come together to focus on growing your business and income fast. With monthly trainings ranging from Instagram growth strategies to email marketing to creating quarterly schedules to allow you to live your life on your terms. We connect via monthly planning parties, expert trainings, and live Q&A sessions, as well as on our private app. Yes, off of social media. Want to learn more? Head over to sevenstrong.com slash community to get all the details. I'll see you in the community. So if you make the decision to not show up for your business, I want you to ask yourself, what is that costing your family? Because in the end, it is costing your family something. It is costing your family that future life that you're trying to build for them. And so by you saying, I always do this. Why? Where are you not attaching the value to the things that you are pushing aside? Now, this amazing client answers this totally in, as she continues the email, she said, in my mind, I believe that my network marketing business isn't going to take off for me. I know that's my main issue. I don't believe it's possible for me to make the money I'd like to make. I have a hard time making goals and struggling with niche and being an expert. And here's what she starts to get in her head, right? Like, I don't know my niche. I'm not an expert. I can't do this, right? We start spinning. We've all been there. We've all been there. I may have uh, been there a few hours ago talking to David. Like, there's so many spinning plates. Here's the thing. If you do not believe that you're going to see business success, then you won't prioritize it. Why? Well, because then it's just a waste of time. 
Why would I take the time to post to social media? Why would I take the time to do the trainings? Why would I take the time to dig in with a community? Because in the end, it doesn't matter because I'm going to fail anyway. Is that the story you're telling yourself? And if it is, how do you flip that script? Now, one, the first thing, anytime I'm like, gosh, can I do this? I look around to other women who have seen success. And I say, if they have done it, so can I. So for this community member, I want her to look at all the members in that community and and look, look at me. I want you to borrow my belief. If I have done it, so can you. I am not special. I started this business working full time. I started this business with zero social media. I started this business not knowing what I was doing. What I did know was that I needed a different future for my family. And so I leaned into that and I looked at other women ahead of me. It's funny, when I first started my network marketing business, I joined on a Monday night. I got on a Monday night team call. It was like this huge, huge team call, hundreds of people. And the presenter was just this hot mess mom. And I looked at her and I said, if she can do it, so can I. I don't need to be the beautiful, picture perfect influencer. All I need to do is be consistent, believe in myself, believe in my dreams, and don't quit. Seriously, consistency, belief, and just, just the stubbornness to never give up on yourself will make you a success. And so I want you to look around you and say, who has done what I want to do? Who is my proof? And how can I borrow their belief until I have some of my own? So for this client, like borrow my belief because I 100% know that any woman can build the business she wants to build on social media because I have done it and I have helped so many other women do the same. We are all your proof. Now, if you're still doubting yourself, can I do this? You look to the other women and then you get super clear on those small actions that are going to create results in your business. So you don't look at someone 20 million steps ahead of you and say, I need to have all that she does, all the processes, all the systems. You don't, not when you're first starting. You need to take one small step at a time. And the first step is identifying the things that are your income producing activities, as I call them. So what are the activities that are going to produce income in your business? Have no more than three to five. And you just do those consistently every day. That's how I started. I would get home from work. I'd sit on the couch and have my laptop out. And I knew the three to five things that would produce income for me. And I did those every single day, even when I was tired. Because again, I got to ask myself, Is it worth it to give up this hour of TV to build the dreams I want to build for my family? And I believed that building my dreams were possible because I saw other women doing it. I wasn't seeing success yet, but I knew if other women were doing it, then so can I. So I want you, if this is you, if you're in your head and you're saying, I don't know if I can do this, get out of your head, realize too, you know, there are a lot of you know, I don't believe it's possible for me to make the money I'd like to make. Money is an infinite resource. You can create whatever you want to create, but you first must decide what that is. And so first decide, this is the amount that I want to create. Decide it's possible for you because another woman has done it. And then create your three to five actions you're going to do every single day. Now, one of the last parts of this email, I 
I'm an inconsistent person by nature. So not sure why I'd be consistent with showing up on social media. Who are you telling yourself that you are? Because who you tell yourself you are is who you become. I'm an inconsistent person by nature. Well, if I wake up and tell myself that every day, then it's almost, it's my out, right? I didn't show up on social media again today. Well, no shock. I'm an inconsistent person by nature. We have got to stop telling ourselves these self-limiting stories. You're not an inconsistent person by nature. You're someone who hasn't set up the right habits to create consistency yet. So who are you? You're someone who now has a 10-minute morning routine to help you become more consistent. And then we're going to stack a few more habits on top of that monthly. You are not an inconsistent person. You are a person who has inconsistent habits, which can be changed, which can change the entire trajectory of your life. And that, that should feel empowering. That should feel like I can control my life. We are in control of who we are and the actions we take. You are not an inconsistent person by nature. So what are the stories that you're telling yourself? I also hear a lot, well, I start things and I just quit. Or, you know, I'm such a procrastinator. Or even by saying, I'm just too busy. My life is just too busy for me to chase my dreams. That's a story you're telling yourself. I also hear, I'm not a morning person. Well, what's a morning person? What's a nighttime person? I'm just a person who identified a pocket of time where I could build my goals and dreams, and I made it a habit. I set an alarm, and I said, this is the time you've got to build your dreams. I believed in those dreams, and I got up and did it. Doesn't mean I'm a morning person. Doesn't mean I'm a nighttime person. I have built this business in all the pockets of time. Again, when I first started, I was working full time and I would build it after work late at night. When we lived in France, we were six hours ahead. So I was always working at night. Now my favorite time to work is the morning. It's not because I can only build a business at night or in the morning. It's because those are the pockets of time that I choose to work. And it's a choice. One of the best examples of this, and I hear this a lot from health and fitness clients is, well, we place identities on ourselves. I'm not someone who works out. Like as a human being for the rest of your life, that's just who you are. I'm someone who never works out. Or are you someone who just hasn't set up the habits with fitness? What is your identifier? If someone walked up to you and offered you a cigarette and you don't smoke, would you be like, "Mm, let me think about this. You'd be like, oh, no, thank you. I don't smoke. It'd be a really easy answer. Like, thanks. I actually don't smoke because it's part of your identity. When we make things so deeply rooted in our identity, it could be a good or a bad thing. So I, one of my things that I use in my identity is I am super organized. I am type A. I love processes. And those identifiers really serve me. I love being organized. I love getting my life together. I love a good planner. I am not a smoker. These are self-identifiers that actually serve me. So can you, do you hear when you, I would challenge you this week, as you walk around, listen to the self-identifying words that you're using. I'm too busy. Are you too busy? We're all busy. We're all busy. 
Ruth Schroner, she is an amazing, amazing, like boss, business boss. She is developing, I need to have her on the podcast. She's developing her own app, Posh on the Go, and it's empowering women. It's it's just, it's incredible. So I'll have Ruth on the show later. But Ruth, I was on a call with her once and Ruth said, your heart isn't special. And I know, again, this is like truth, love, tough love, but it really hit. Because so often we're like, life is so hard. It's really hard right now. And it may be, you may be in your hardest of hearts and that's valid. But the woman beside you may be as well. And so when Ruth said to me, your heart isn't special, you get to decide how your heart defines your future. And so when I'm in the hard, I actually dig in more because the hard times make me the person I need to become to get to the next level. The hard times help me reconnect to the person I tell myself I am, the stories I tell myself. It grounds me in the habits. When life is hard and I feel like I'm drowning, my habits and systems are my life raft. So what if in this really, really busy time, we decided we are going to change our self-limiting beliefs and the stories we tell ourselves? What if we decided we create our schedule, we define our priorities, we write it down, and we show up for ourselves like we show up for a boss? What if you decided that because another woman had accomplished what you want to, it was only proof that you could as well? How would life change then? So today, I'd love for you to take a second and listen to the things you are telling yourself subconsciously. And it may be in your hard times. And that's what this this client, you know, she sent this email in in a hard time when she was busy, when she was overwhelmed. But sometimes those are the best times to listen to those stories we tell ourselves. And then stop, redefine them, decide how you respond. And that, in that moment, you start to change your future. I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope you had a few thought-provoking moments that might help you change who you tell yourself you are so that you can become the freaking boss and make the impact on this world I know you are meant to make. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found tactical takeaways you can apply right away to your business. If so, it would mean the world to me if you'd subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review on iTunes. Now, let's go crush some goals together.